This is Gateway City Sports. From Talking Sports on the Bleachers, it's the NCAA Report. With me, Don Wynn, and my co-host, Russ Robinson. Sit back and enjoy it, folks. It's the NCAA report from Talking Sports on the Bleachers, and my compadre is always right alongside me, the incredible Russ Robinson, or Hi, Uncle Frank, I mean, if you will. <laughs> Hi, Don. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing, Russ? I'm doing pretty well. Doing That's pretty good. well. That's good. Hey, uh, just do a quick note here that Talking Sports on the Bleachers is a proud member of Gateway City Sports. At Gateway City Sports, you can find articles and content on anything and everything this side well actually both sides of the muddy mississippi we do the pro sports of of baseball with the cardinals and and uh the battle hawks and the blues city soccer now is in is in play and of course we hit the college ranks with the university of missouri university of illinois sec and the uh, big 10 uh if you want other podcasts tune into the Team of rivals for all you Cub and Cardinal fans. That's with Ron Nuttall, Pete Geddes, and Elliot Dewey. You want just Cardinal content? That's a winner podcast with Ryan Jenkins and Josh Brown. And there's more Cardinal content when you can tune into two for three with the Mighty Moose, Mike Stevenson. And always, there's the Derek King Sports Show with the living legend himself, Derek King. Give us a look-see, and if there's something that you follow and we don't cover it, let us know about it. We'll see what we can do. That's gatewaycitysports.com. All right, Russ. Well, I guess we're going to jump into this, and uh, we kind of talked a little bit before we came on here. Um, I'm intrigued, and you're, the, you're my SEC guy, so I'm intrigued with this whole Brandon Miller deal. I mean, from what I've been able to listen to uh-huh. today – uh i was listening to an espn program on radio today um what he actually did although it sounds like it should be a crime i guess it's not a crime Mm -hmm. he delivered a gun to somebody and the gun ended up being used i guess by somebody else to kill someone yeah is that the way it all worked out well it is i think the story that uh i heard and i'll refer this to the uh, path Paul Feinbaum show um, the the story that they're telling on on this guy is that uh, he and a and another player and a friend of that and a friend of theirs went to this club outside of uh, I guess Tuscaloosa where a lot of students hang out at it was his car he dropped them off and left because he didn't want to stay stay around and wait in line to get in the club Right. While this other player and this friend of theirs was in the club, <laughs> there's a, a girl in there with her date, 
And the friend that's not a basketball player started, uh, I guess, flirting, hitting on this girl. She then wasn't responsive to it. She wasn't interested. And if I understand right, the, the boyfriend sort of intervened. The argument went outside. And the other player that was with him, uh, Alabama player, texted these uh, Brandon Miller, who was not there at the time, right. to uh, bring him his gun. Well, Brandon, apparently from what I understand, didn't realize that this uh, other player had left his gun in his car. He, so the, the story is that he didn't know what was going on, but he drove back to the club. Uh, when he got there, the kid, the guy that – that that was a friend of theirs that was in the argument with this 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 boyfriend and girl woman mm-hmm. uh came to the car got the gun out of the back seat he was in the back seat and then that's when the shooting started mm-hmm. and then he, i guess he was shooting at the boyfriend the boyfriend he got the girl instead and killed her and the boyfriend responded by shooting too so I, that's where it got really complicated brandon apparently never if I understood right, never got out of the car. That all happened so quickly, but he was there. Right. And so the Tuscaloosa police and prosecutor have been invested. This happened last year, late last year, I think, Don, mm-hmm. what I understand. Right. And they did an investigation and they charged capital murder to the player and to his friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, charges, but they didn't have anything to charge Brandon with. They said he was cooperative. He cooperated with them in every way he could. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't have anything to charge him with. He wasn't aware that there was uh, that there was uh, the intent of the, right. of the guy who did the shooting. Uh, he just showed up and the guy grabbed the gun and went and started the, the gunfight. And so they didn't feel like they had anything to charge Brandon with. I think the con- a lot of the controversy lays on is that there just hasn't been much uh, said uh you know, Alabama, the Alabama coach has said some things in the media that kind of backfired on them. And so, it, you know, I think the, the thing is that uh, a lot of people feel like Alabama should have been more forthcoming the university than they were about this investigation. They're saying they can't say anything due to an investigation going on. So, uh, but what they've said apparently hasn't helped. <laughs> so, uh, that's what I know, Don, and I don't know if that's 100 percent right, but that's well, I what guess, I picked up. I guess the other the other thing is too. I was uh, I and I did happen to see this on. I think I went online and saw it. Uh, was some internet report they had with it, but it was a game or two after all this had gone down, or this year, I should say, the last game they played when all this came out and ever the whole trial was going forward and whatnot or whatever. Uh, and Miller was introduced during a game or in the, at the start of the game. And I guess it's, the, it's been the tradition when they, when the players come out, they pat the player down. Right. And they did that. And I guess it wasn't the crowd, uh, didn't like it. And yeah. bad taste. Coach, yeah. And the coach yeah. Nate Oates, I guess before his post game press conference said that, uh, uh, he thinks they've been doing that for a while because he doesn't watch the introductions. And so he didn't know what was going on. He said, but, but rest assured, it won't happen again. The rest of this, the rest of this season. Uh, yeah. That's that I'm, I'm, you know, that's not good optics. I mean, 
it, it can Oates be is Oates going to be in trouble with with all this? Is there going to be some fallout to this? You think? Uh, I don't think so. I think Alabama's trying to circle the wagons around him and the team okay. and Brandon Miller. They're 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 about ready to they're going to win the SEC this year as far as the conference play. Oh yeah, and they're being they're being a top five. They they could be a top one the top number one picks in the uh, in when the tournament comes around. I mean they've been they're really good. However, um, you know, and Alabama hasn't had a basketball team like this, so they're you know I I sense they're going to give you know they're. I think they would really – I don't think Nate Oates is in any trouble. I think he'll just quit talking is what he'll do and turn all the talking over to the uh, – Administration. To the university. Yeah, to their to their lawyers and PR people and stuff like that. Because the times he's chosen to talk about, it's kind of blown up in his face. And that pat-down was just bad uh, – certainly bad optics and bad uh, – uh, and uh, I heard someone say uh, – and it might have, I don't know who I said this in the media said, doesn't Alabama have a lot of people around that they hire most big universities that are PR people that, mm-hmm. that could have intervened and, and stopped that or, or, or quit, could, you know, um, could have at least said, Hey, we, you guys they've been, been doing don't that do this game. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've been doing that every game. Someone intervened. I mean, it just seems incredibly everything is just, uh, it's a bad situation. You know, a young lady that was a mother of a young child lost her life and Alabama and, you know, it seems like Alabama's just hired, just, uh, just, uh, uh, just made, uh, just made it worse. So, right. I mean, you know, I, I don't know, Don, it just seems like, uh, you know, so yeah, uh, that's what I know about it. Now there yeah. may be some, somebody that's listening that, Knows better, and I guess they, they, can, can, they can. Yeah, they can give us an email can, and check us out. Something, yeah, or something, sure. email or something. Let let us know. So yeah, let us know what's going on. All right. Well, enough, enough about the macabre stuff. Let's get into some fun stuff. Um, I was looking at the latest top twenty-five rankings, and you're right about Alabama. I mean, they're they're pretty much. Uh, I think they're going to be a number uh, uh, a one uh, one seed for the tournament. Um. Because right now they're they're ranked second in, in the uh, top twenty five AP. Um, I haven't checked their Kim Palmer, but I think their net was their net's pretty high too, if I remember right. Um, so I, I uh, but the top four looks like right now: Houston, Alabama, Kansas, UCLA, Purdue. I mean, they've lost four four out of their last six. Wow, which is. I mean, you know, yeah. if, if you'd have, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, uh, was Purdue a, a a lock to win the regular season Big Ten? I would have said guaranteed. Uh, you know, bet the farm on it. Right now, I'm glad yeah. I'm not because I it's. I mean, they've like I said, they've lost four. They're, they're, Indiana's only like two games behind them now in the standings. Uh, right. So it. Or actually, Northwestern's a game and a half behind them in the same. I think they played later tonight, but um, so they've they've dropped down, playing. and then you've got Virginia has moved up a little bit. Um, uh-huh. I think their number. Where were they? Where the was my notes here? They're number six. Purdue's five. Virginia's six. Arizona, who just got beat by Arizona State, uh, mm-hmm. that was a. I mean, they're seven. 
and then it goes Texas, Baylor, and Marquette to round out the top ten. Um, right now, I, I you know I can see, I can see UCLA dropping back. I can see Virginia moving up. Um, you know, I'm just I, I kind of look at it, and it's like I think it's changed because as if you looked at it two weeks ago, everybody was talking mm-hmm. Purdue, Houston, Alabama, Arizona. You know, now Arizona, you know, probably Arizona's probably dropped down to a in the into the second line. Purdue's probably flirting that one two line. Um, you know, interesting, inter- interesting, interesting, yeah. uh, as they say, you know. Yeah. Well, what I, you know, I think probably what's happened to a lot of these teams that were doing so well, uh, you know, in the SEC, Tennessee, for a while, they were just knocking it out too, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the con- when they hit conference seasons, it becomes a grind, and it begins to wear on teams. I think it begins to catch up to them, uh, even the, the better teams. I think take Purdue, for instance. You know, they were rolling through the Big Ten, and now they've had they've hit the they've hit a rough spot. And I just think it 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 uh I think it's just the grind of conference play. You know, mm-hmm. you're playing with teams that have that are that have they have good players. You're off the non-conference. You know, you're not playing the Prairie Views or the Linden Woods anymore. Anything <laughs> like that. You know, you're having to go, you know, two nights a week. You're having to go up against someone in your conference. And I think it just catches up with them. And I think that's what you saw with Purdue. And I think that's what you see with uh, even Kansas has faltered some. Although I see right now they're number three in the AP. I don't know what this, uh, I guess the new polls will come out tomorrow. Yeah, the new polls will probably come out tomorrow. Yeah. And the new and the new rating NET ratings that they use to rate the uh, to, to rate the, I guess to rate them as far as for NCAA tournament that comes yeah. that probably will come out tomorrow again yeah. because all the all the games will be complete you know on Sunday yeah. so by then right yeah I, I was yeah I was trying to figure out those I, I went on uh, well, it was a couple of weeks ago I started looking at it. And was looking at the Kim Palm and the quad and the quad wins and right. know, I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not on that committee. I'm telling you right yeah. now because that's that is so much data to look at because I think of I think um, what Houston Houston rates well as far as the the, the top twenty five and the net ranking, but uh, their Kim Palm. Oh, and they're decent in Kempom, but like their strength of schedule is like 45th or something like that. I can't remember what it was right off the top of my head, but um, who you, I'm really sorry, strong. John, who are you talking about? Houston. Who who are you talking about? Houston. Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, they that, don't play in a particularly strong kind. They play in the American right. Athletic Conference. And although that has some good teams, it's not it's not like the Big Ten or the SEC or the Big Twelve or the right. Pac. 12 so right right um so they they yeah they don't uh they they don't have the uh they don't have the the schedule strength i'm sure that oh, no. uh, some of the others have yeah now yeah. like i said you, you mentioned you mentioned in alabama you know to, we'll take the sec i mean regular season at least um and i i you know i'm, I'm looking i'm looking at it right now and it's like you know their their closest rival is texas a&m uh they're two mm-hmm. behind them now they do play each other at the end of the year, but I think also Alabama plays Auburn ahead of that. So you know, uh, unless you get an upset by Auburn, Texas A and M doesn't really have a chance at that. You know, right, right, right. You know, um, yeah, I, you know, uh, 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, Alabama would be the one seed going into the uh, uh, into the into the conference. So I mean, that that that's the way it'll be. Oh yeah. Um, now I, I, you were mentioned uh, t- Tennessee earlier. They, they, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at these records of the top four in in the SEC, and you know, I'm looking at Alabama sitting at 25 and four, Texas A&M 21 and eight, Kentucky's 20 and nine. Tennessee twenty one and eight, you know, and like well, Missouri and Missouri's twenty one and eight too. So it's like you got some pretty good. You got a pretty good group of a uh, group of uh, teams right there at the top. Well, everything's you know you got Alabama, and then probably Texas A and M is going to be the number two team. But the, the, there will be a five for three and four. I think you're right. Uh, there's a lot of teams clustered up there. Missouri could uh, make a run at the at the that top four spot that's important in the in the big in the SEC tournament because if you get one of the top four ratings you get a double buy yeah that's same thing uh, in the the Big one. Ten yeah yeah same yeah. thing in Big Ten yeah yeah you get a double buy and so they're still in line for a four rating you know just depends how the games work out they've got to win their last two but yeah there are some tough games that some of the teams ahead of them still have to play so uh, next week uh, or this upcoming week should be a, an interesting week you know. I think probably in all the in a lot of the conferences too. I mean, I think this will be they'll be wrapping up regular season play, and that'll be uh, for the tournament rankings. And then, uh, you know, of course, having those higher tournament rankings will help them in the, in the NCAA. So yeah, well, it's like yeah, Illinois. I mean, we uh, they dropped a clunker today against uh, uh, Ohio State, um, which they were in line for for one of those double buys. Uh, as of yesterday, they were in line for the double buy, and then, uh, like I said, they they lost today to to Ohio State, and that's pretty much gonna. I mean, they they've still got a chance. I mean, they we play uh, we got Michigan and and uh, Purdue left, and uh, you know Michigan's right ahead of us in that group, and um, you know the way Maryland, Indiana, and Northwestern are all beating up on each other for you know it's possible one of them could lose again, and you know, get us right back into it because we've got Purdue at the top at 13 and five. And then we've got Indiana, Illinois, or see, yeah, no, Michigan, Northwestern, Maryland, and Indiana, all at 11 and seven and Illinois and Iowa at 10 and eight. So we've got a group uh-huh. of six there that, you know, with two games left, anything can happen and anybody can get shifted around in that whole mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but yeah. but you're right. That that double buy is really an important thing. You get that double buy, you're pretty much, you know, you, you're guaranteed. You're, you're guaranteed you're going to be safe for at least until the the quarterfinal weekend. Um, yeah, sure. You know, instead of having to play through it, but you know, I, and I don't know. I, I you know, I before I always said the before the conference they got conference tournaments everywhere. I always I could always didn't really care for it. Um, I, I've kind of grown to accept it um, because I really don't think because you know, we I think we talked about this before the automatic bids the way they go out to the to the conference tournament champion and I uh-huh. just I'm just not sure that's the right way to go I mean because look yeah. at Alabama Alabama's right now they're 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 uh, uh, you know like you said they're a lot I think I I think if they continue they're going to be an, a number one see they're going they'll be on that one line. But, you know, let's say that they get knocked out in the second round by a hot, you know, eight seed or whatever. 
you know, and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're not going to give, now they've got to come in, they'll get in, but they've got to come in as an, as an at large and take a, take a spot away from somebody maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. what I don't like about the whole, I mean, I'd, I'd rather see them get the automatic bids to the, to the regular season champion and then, you know, let it go from there yeah. and figure it out from there. But. Well, I think it's, I think Don, that that's probably the, uh, that would be a fair way to do it, but it's a it's the money thing. These conference tournaments bring a lot of money in to mm-hmm. the teams and to the schools, and makes oh, yeah. them people start tuning in. I mean, next week when the the major conferences start playing, uh, there'll be a you know there's going to be a lot of, a lot of people watching college basketball in those conference tournaments, building up to the NCAA. It's almost like the it's almost like the elimination round. It's what it is. It's those conference tournaments are elimination round for the NCAA. You know, right, so. right. Uh, what? It, I mean, I know we we don't. You and I don't either. Don't see a lot of these other teams like from the Pac-12 or the Big East. How do you think the both the SEC and the Big Ten rank up against uh, the other conferences right now? I mean, I know we're probably both of us are probably going to get more teams in than in any other any of the other conferences, but uh, right. I mean, realistically, how do you think the the SEC and the Big Ten, you know, as far as do we deserve that many teams? I guess would be the question. Well, I, I uh, yeah, I think you know some people are saying the toughest conference, basketball conference, might be the Big Twelve right now, mm-hmm. as far as deep. And uh, but I think you know the Big Ten and the SEC both are relatively deep, just don't get their fair share yet. What's going to be interesting to look at. Uh, what the ACC does this year because they're down. I don't know. You know, uh, there's there's no the Dukes, the North Carolinas, uh, you know, the Blue Bloods over there. They're not as good as they used to be. I I I, I guess Virginia's the best team right now over there, mm-hmm. and uh, so it'll be interesting how many teams they get in uh, because I'm not sure they don't get as many in as they used to be getting in, in the past. But I do think that the uh, that the uh, the big uh, that the uh, SEC and the Big Ten will get their fair share in. How many they get in? There's a lot of people. There's a lot. I know there's a lot of SEC teams on the bubble, uh, and I'll have to see. You know when the uh, when Joe Licardi's rating, ratings come out tomorrow. Yeah. I guess he'll come tomorrow with his. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, We'll have to see how many uh, where they're at, but I think Mississippi State won this weekend. Uh, I forgot who it was they beat, Don, but they they might play themselves into the last four in in the tournament, and that's going to be uh, you know we'll just have to see. I, I, it's so hard to predict because uh, the tournament could eliminate could take someone off the bubble, you know, and then put someone back in. So. Well, yeah, I guess I mean, you, get a, you, get a team, you get a team that's sitting on that sitting on that uh, that bubble. You know, they get three if they win two or three games in 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 their conference tournament. You know that that sometimes can make all the difference on them getting off that bubble and knocking somebody right. else out that maybe got that maybe got eliminated the the first uh, first uh, week or something. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, the last team in is Mississippi State. Okay, well, they played, they won this weekend, and, and offhand, I kind of watched the game, but I forgot who they beat. This, this is, a court, yeah, this is this is Lunardi. This is, according to ESPN, okay. uh, Joe Lunardi, 
As this was published uh, Friday at 9 a.m. Uh, top overall seed he's got is Alabama. First team out, Penn State. Last team in Mississippi State. Well, they helped themselves this weekend, Don, because they won their uh, game and they beat someone. Uh, they beat someone. Let me let me uh, let me pull up the SEC here and see who they beat. Uh, and I watched scary. part of that game, and uh, they are right now seven and eight, seven and nine in the conference. So they still have a chance to be nine and nine. Mm -hmm. uh, it was an impressive win. Yes, they beat Texas A&M. Yes. Texas A&M. Okay. 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 Yeah, that was a good win for them, and that might have that that helped them. Uh, you know, probably helped them. But like I said, there's two games left, and then there's the conference tournament. So some of these some of these schools could play themselves out. You know, yeah. as well as playing themselves in. His on the bubble is he's got last four buys are Pitt, Nevada, Memphis, and West Virginia. And the last four in are Oklahoma State, USC, Wisconsin, Mississippi State. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin lost to Michigan today. Yeah. Yeah, so that so, may, you know, that may have popped. They may have just burst their bubble. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I could. I yeah. see right now, uh, Don, um, in the SEC, and you're a better judge at the Big Ten, but I see yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. God, I could see, I could see possibly eight teams in the SEC getting in. That's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. Eight yeah. out of fourteen. Yeah, well, um, I, I'm not gonna like I said, you're 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 the uh, you're my SEC guy, so I'm not gonna debate you on that for sure. But uh, you know, now as far as Big Ten, uh, let me take a quick look here and see what I'm see what I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at one, two, three, definitely those four. I mean, I I can see where he's got the Wisconsin as being one of the last four in. I don't buy it right now. They're sixteen and twelve. Uh, eight and ten in the conference. Uh, Penn State seventeen and eleven, and they're eight and nine in the conference. Um, let's see what's their nets. Uh, Penn State's a fifty-six net. Wisconsin's a seventy. Um, you know, I, I I think Penn State is a marginal. I think it's probably a bubble team. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to call it as a bubble team. Uh, mm -hmm. Outside of that, we've got two, four, six, uh, probably we could get nine in. I could see getting nine in depending on uh, how Rutgers and Michigan state finish up their season. Um, Are they playing now? Aren't they? I think they're playing now. I think they, may be, they might be playing right now. Hang on a second here. Rutgers is, I think Rutgers is playing right now. So, um, they were the last game I was – I noticed I think they started about five or so. Maybe they started six or something like that. They were, yeah, yeah, I think they are playing. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State lost yesterday or yesterday to Iowa. So that right. – that and since that since that poll thing came out on Friday, that may, that may have hurt their chances a little bit. Man, they do have a chance to redeem themselves because they finished the season with Nebraska and Ohio State. But like I said, Ohio State just, just thumped us. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, oh yeah, and we've got and we've got Michigan, Michigan, and Purdue, and it's it's quite possible we could end up losing both games. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't 
I don't think we will. I think we can beat Michigan. Uh, we should be able to beat Michigan because, quite frankly, Juwan, actually, the, the interesting stat, Jawan Howard has not beaten Underwood yet since Underwood's been in the Big Ten. No. He has not won a game no. against Illinois since Underwood's been in the Big Ten. Uh, but both those games that Illinois are playing are on the road. Or excuse me, no. no Michigan's, okay. Mi- Michigan's at home. We I think we play Purdue at Mackey. Um, or is it the other way around? Well, I'll figure it out in a second here. Hang on. Yes, Michigan is at home. We go and we play at Mackey Arena in Purdue. That's yeah, you know, Michigan is the second and Purdue is the fifth. Oh, I get my birthday sandwiched in between those two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. At least at least it won't be won't we won't be depressed on my birthday. It'll be either before or it'll be after. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so you know, we like I said, I think we can beat Michigan State. We should beat Michigan State, and I think that might. I don't think that'll affect their. I think they're going to be in. I think they're probably. I think I uh, see Lenardi. I think has them in. Uh, as a, I see he's got Missouri as a ten seed in the Midwest. Yeah, they still float between eight and ten. You can you uh, get to play, you almost get to play a home game. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were out west not too long ago, so we'll yeah. see. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not liking where he's got Illinois right now. He's got us, got us as a nine seed in the west, with Kansas as the number one seed in the west. Not to uh-huh. mention, not to mention, we play Arkansas first. That is not going to be fun. I don't care how you look at it. That's not going to be a good week. Right. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, evidently, evidently, he doesn't like Michigan because they're not, they are not, I don't see them in here in his, uh, see Michigan State. He, 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 he doesn't think too well of Michigan, I guess, because I don't see them in here anywhere. Hmm. But let's see, there's a playing game. No, that's the, that's one playing game. That ain't that one. There's not in that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see him anywhere in the uh, so, uh, so I'm seeing you know I seven or eight probably is, is Big Ten. Um, again, we've got so many teams that are bunched right there together. Like I said, six teams within one game of each other, you know, uh, and two games left for every, pretty much everybody. It, it could, it could, uh, we could bring a couple more teams up. We could drop a couple teams out. You know, I, I think right now Wisconsin's on the on the definitely on the bubble. Um, Michigan State's pro or yeah, Michigan, Michigan State, they're probably sitting on the bubble, or Michigan's on the bubble at least. Um, so Lenardi has nine teams from the Big Ten and eight from the SEC and eight from the Big 12. Those are your top three conferences, as well, according oh, okay. to according to Lenardi. So okay. But okay. uh so any news in football from the uh you're into the you're into the uh Mississippi? Uh well the only there was a, some there's concerning news about Mizzou. Uh they're their redshirt freshman quarterback that will be a redshirt freshman this year that everybody's so high on named Sam Homer. Um he's a baseball player too. So oh. before spring practice, he's gonna play some baseball and he's a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And on the uh, and this weekend, he was pitching a game, and they took him out because he his arm was bothering. Him. So we haven't heard. 
what happened. He's going to get checked out by the doctor. So that's concerning. Yeah. That passing arm of his has been damaged pitching baseball. So we're we're waiting to hear that. That's the only, and we probably won't hear anything for several days. But that's the only thing that's uh, concerning or any news on Mizzou football yet. Spring practice will be starting around the corner, Todd. I think pretty soon. So yeah. probably most. I'm assuming most most schools will be starting their spring practice. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. We. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, I guess we've. Uh, talked to a couple guys around the program here and uh we think we think we're going to be in good shape at quarterback with Dalt Meyer coming in um as the the transfer from the transfer portal um mm-hmm. where we're concerned where a lot of guys I've been talking to are concerned about is we know we've got some guys that have shown up well in a running game uh, mm-hmm. particularly Josh McCray and Reggie Love the third uh uh-huh. but uh as as one guy put it, he said they're going to have to prove themselves because they're not Chase Brown. Um, you know, McCoy, he's he's he did well two years ago when he had to fill in. Um, this year, I was really was hoping to see him and and, and uh, Chase in the same backfield a lot. And then, of course, McCray got hurt like second or third game of the season and never did make it back uh, fully anyway. Um, so hopefully he will be healthy. Um, like I said, the Reggie Love, we don't know what what he really can bring to the table yet. Um, defensively, I think we're going to be fine. Uh, they, uh, from what I've been told, the, uh, the university spent a lot of NIL money to keep the defensive line intact. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh you know we, we we've as they say the, the we've got we, we our law firm is still in place um the defensive backfield that we had the couple kids that filled in for Sidney brown and and devin witherspoon uh in the um uh, bowl game in the rely quest bowl they actually did pretty well i i was very impressed by them uh one was a freshman i think the other one was a red shirt red shirt freshman um and but i think they've they they both did really well. I know they've looked at a couple defensive backs in the portal. Uh, I know they picked up another wide receiver through the portal. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think where he's, where, where Bielema is sitting right now and with the recruits, he's also bringing in aside from the portal or that he's brought in aside from the portal. Um, you know, I, I think, cause I was talking to the guy and I said, well, what do you, you know, we went eight and eight this year. We went eight, won eight games this year so what what do you expect and and he said that uh well he said they didn't nobody expected them to win eight games this year wow uh-huh you know he yeah. said uh, you won five last year he said eight wins he said everybody was thinking okay well maybe we can get six or seven be bold eligible he said actually we had eight wins and could have had 10 because uh you know we got uh-huh. uh you know we could have had 10 maybe even 11 i mean if, if you get a couple calls going the way again that 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 uh, phantom uh, interference call against Indiana and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, b- a bad call, a bad call, bad break at, against Michigan. You know, we, there's, you know, there's 10 wins there. And I think we also could have, uh, there's another game we could have, we could have picked up in there as well. But um, he said that next year, he said, definitely look at eight wins next year. He says, but are people going to be happy with eight, you know, uh, because we're definitely bringing in a, a, a solid quarterback. And the good thing about this Altmire coming in he's a sophomore mm-hmm. so he's gonna have three years of eligibility when he comes in 
You're right. So, you know, that's going to be something that I think, um, much to the chagrin of the freshmen that are on the team right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of those guys are probably going to be on the transfer portal out next year. But, uh, um, but yeah, I think, I think we're in good shape there. Like I said, it's, it's just the running game and the, and the receive. Cause what we, we did, we are bringing back uh, Isaiah Wa- uh, Williams. Uh, he's, he's coming back, which is uh, thank God for small favors. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. he's uh, probably the best receiver we've got on that team. Uh, they've got a pretty, a really good, uh, I think it was a four-star, uh, Elky, I think is in, his name is a freshman coming in. They say this kid is lights out. They wow. say he is just mm-hmm. something. Uh, so we, we, we should be good to receive. Of course, so the running game is the biggest, is the biggest question mark. So I'm going to hold, I'm hoping to be able to go to the spring game when, when they have it and, uh, take a good look at it and see what we got for sure. But uh, right, right. you know, uh, get uh, get back to basketball real quick. One thing I want to mention, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you follow the women's basketball as much, but I, I tell you what, this we got this this new coach here at Illinois, uh-huh. Shauna Green's her name, and this this group of girls last year, I think they won seven games total, or, or no, ten games total last year, and they've won only seven Big Ten games in the last five years uh-huh. and she's already has them at uh hang on a second it's they they, they just won their 20th they got their 20th win a couple couple three days ago and i think their conference wins they're already in double digits in conference wins which we haven't done since like 2002 <laughs> yeah oh, they've wow. They're 10 and seven in the conference and 20 and eight overall. They're ranked 25th in the nation. Uh-huh. And that, that's the first time they've been ranked since uh, I think they said 2012. And the first time we've won 20 games since 2002 or something like that. So, because uh, we got, we got ranked really early in the season back uh, a, few, a few years ago and then lost like 12 in a row. So, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but, right. uh, but yeah, this this gal, this gal over here. I mean, she's she's uh, uh, a young gal. Uh, came from um, Dayton, I think, hmm. or somewhere okay. in the, somewhere in the in the in, the, in there, and uh, brought a couple players with her. And and the good thing about this team is they only lose like two seniors, and one of them doesn't mm-hmm. play that much. So you know they're they're not losing a whole lot of anything. Matter of fact, I think think she's going to be able to bring her entire starting lineup back next year. Okay, plus, okay. Plus any recruits that she brings in. So uh, you know, I just thought I'd pass that along to anybody anybody that listens to us that wants to listen to what wants to talk about the women's sports. I you know you know give me a, drop me a line. I'll talk about them. Uh, well, Missouri Missouri may be changing women's coaches this year from what we're hearing oh really um, yeah they have a uh robin pinchton's been here for i don't know it's 15 years mm. she's been relatively successful um she uh she recruited uh this gal named sophie cunningham who is a mcdonald's all-american and uh for four years sophie was on the uh, team they went to the ncaa tournament four straight years Right. They had some had some pretty good teams, one of the best women's teams in the SEC. She graduated, got drafted by the Phoenix Suns and or Phoenix 
I forgot the WNBA team she's on. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I know it's when you're talking about. I can't think of her name either. Anyway, since then, that's this is the fourth year she's been. Uh, she hasn't been here, mm-hmm. and it's the four straight years they haven't made the NCAA tournament. This year doesn't look like they're going to make it unless they make a good run of the SEC tournament. Right. So it could be that Mizzou will be looking for a new basketball coach. Uh, you know, uh, so you know that's just kind of the latest on the women's on the women's team. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. it seems like it's kind of stalled out uh, as far as. Uh, the progress she was making seemed like it just kind of stalled out in, in the last four years. So we might, so Mizzou might be looking. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I was hoping to have a little more going into the day, but this is, you know, like you said, it's just a bubble watch right now. See who comes out and, uh, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a, a quick, a quick. I'll have you on for a quick little twenty-minute segment during my regular, my regular show when we, when the uh, selection Sunday gets here. Okay. okay. And then uh, you know we can kind of do a little quick selection show there uh, for a little twenty minutes or something before, because because our next one won't be until just about the time that we get close to the final four. Yeah. Um, right now, there's a lot of ifs and a lot of things. Oh, a lot of ifs. Between now and the end of the regular season and the tournament, that could make a lot of difference. So we'll we may have more to talk about when um, when the NCAA actually makes their selections. Yeah, I said yeah. Maybe maybe we will get together right after Selection Sunday or something for a special for a for a quick little special edition uh, on yeah. Selection Sunday, and we'll go from there. So okay, well, uh, if there's I know I'll uh, just want to remind everybody that uh, you know. T- uh, Talking Sports on the Bleachers and the NCAA Report is uh, brought to you by the Wiley Group. Uh, check uh, check them out in Festus and Arnold. Uh, you can uh, call them at 636-764-2694, or you can reach Sean at Sean Wiley at allstate.com. Uh, also brought to you by Fifth Street Motors at 2040. For Rose Lane in Pacific, Missouri, call Don or Brandon today for stress-free car buying, 573-259-1306. And as always, tell them you heard it here on Talking Sports on the Bleachers. All right, Russ, until we meet again, my friend, check us out. Oh, Oh, I forgot to ask you, Russ. As always, where can we find you? Oh, uh, it's, uh, I'm at, uh, on Twitter at FR Uncle Frank FR Robinson one nine five seven, you'll find me uh, searching around some of the Mizzou Facebook groups and some of the uh, uh, Cardinal Facebook groups, and of course I put a Mizzou post every once in a while up at Gateway City Sports, and I'm kind of waiting to see how this tournament, how the SEC tournament goes before I put up our next one. You know, so okay. Uh, well, you can find me. Find me at the same spot, Gateway City Sports. I've, I've got a couple articles in the works right now. I got one for – I got a Cardinal article coming up, and then I'll probably do another one on – the like, yeah, I'm going to wait till see what, what happens with the before the Big Ten tournament starts and sure. a little prediction uh, thing yeah. out to get out for that. You can uh, c- contact the show, talkingsports-otb-gcs.onpodium.com, or you can reach me on Twitter, TSOTBGCS.
So for Russ Robinson, this is Don Glenn and our NCAA report with Talking Sports on the Bleachers. Mm-hmm.